بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters we um, talked about the issue of goal setting sometime a few few days ago and i think maybe what i am going to say now uh, also uh, factors into the same thing so those of those of us who seek to find some kind of connections between further reminder this would be <laughs> this would be a connection anyway yesterday i had a very interesting conversation with a friend on the subject of um having businesses in which they 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 are selling some things which are halal and something which are haram so there is a mixture of uh, halal and haram in the business now we know the position of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in this which is that even a single uh, dirham of haram makes uh, the entire income to be haram uh, i know that uh, there are some people who may disagree with that and and there are people who have uh, given even fatwas uh, to say that uh, 20% of haram is permissible and 30% of haram is permissible um, i do not argue with them because it is the job of the one who is giving the fatwa to give the dalil it is not my job to uh, either give them their dalail or deny them whatever dalil they want to give so uh, i i rest my case um i believe that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu is the razzaqul zulquwatil matin that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who feeds us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this he called himself this Inna Allah huwa ar-razzaqu dhul-quwwati al-matin is not my statement it is a statement of the Quran in surah Dhariyat Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentioned and said Allah is the one who is ar-razzaq and he feeds you and he gives you rizq dhul-quwwati al-matin by his tremendous power and by his ability and glory and majesty and um, and and Allah knows best how to translate uh, these attributes of him jalla jalalu so therefore as far as i am concerned the first and foremost thing to satisfy ourselves and to convince ourselves is whether or not we consider allah subhanahu wa taala to be our razzaq and when we say when i say whether or not we consider allah to be our razzaq i know intellectually we all believe that we are muslim so we we don't say that anybody else is razzaq but i'm not talking here about intellectual belief i'm talking about in the pit of my stomach in the at the in the bottom of my heart in every bone in my body in every cell in every corpuscle in my blood what do i believe about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if i say that in allah huwa ar-razzaq dhul-quwwatil matin is my iman that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu is the one who feeds me nobody else 
then automatically I'm saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who feeds me. He is ar-razzaq and he is ar-razzaq. Therefore, it means that he does not need my help or your help or somebody else's help to feed me. Because he is the ar-razzaq udul khuwatil mateen. Allah did not say he is only your razzaq and my razzaq. He is ar-razzaq udul khuwatil mateen. Ar-razzaq of whom? Of every single thing in creation that I know and that I don't know. Whatever it might be. And this Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu, if he is feeding, uh, giving and feeding is not only one kind of food, it's whatever is the sustenance of that particular kind of makhluk. Everything has a different, uh, <coughs> even in this world we know this very clearly, that everything has a different um, different sustenance, right? Something is, uh, sauce for the goose is not sauce for the gander, as the English saying goes, meaning that in, there are some things which, quite literally speaking, there are some things which might be poisonous to one species, but for some other species, they are food. So therefore, it is, uh, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing for all of them. One of them is me. One of them is you. Now, when I say that Allah is my razak, what is my belief about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Am I saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to provide for all of those things, every mammal, every bird, every reptile, every insect, uh, every amphibian in this world, and this is, this world is like, the, the, the example of this earth is like a grain of sand on a beach. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing for every jinn and every malak, every angel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing for every creature that he created. Anywhere in the universe, the whole of the universe. And he's doing all of that without my help. But to feed me somehow, shaitan has convinced me that I need to help Allah to feed me. Na'udhu billah. And when I say I need to help Allah, what do I mean? I mean that this is our belief. This is our belief. Because when we are told and when we are reminded, and we don't even need that reminder because we know this. So if somebody reminds you and says, my brother, you have in your shop, which you are selling, and this is the state of, in, in America, gas stations and convenience stores are, used, are owned by Muslims. And they have, uh, give or take, some have this and some have that, but Almost all of them, they have lotteries, which is gambling, which is haram. They have alcohol products. They have, you know, beers and, and stuff, which is haram. They have pork products and they have pornographic literature. Right? They have all kinds of dirty magazines. Now, some may have one and some may not. Some may have all of them and some may have a few of them. But almost all of them have this. And the standard answer is, well, you know, this is my, this is my rizq. How can this be your rizq? Tell me, how can you... Earn from something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited. What is the reason? And usual reason given is, you know, without that, without this, the shop won't the shop won't run, the shop won't function. So shut the shop. Shut the shop because your Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu does not need you to do something that he has prohibited for him to feed you. Feeding you is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's responsibility which he has taken upon himself and he stated it in so many words. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say that I cannot feed you and help me or something like that. No. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised to feed us and his promise is true. And we can see this in our own lives all the time. All the time. I remember I was in, uh, 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 my, Dr. Ali and myself, uh, we were in um, a rally in North Carolina uh, many years ago. And uh, we were in, in, in the, we were staying in the masjid. Uh, and we, in the evening, we decided to go for a walk. And as uh, we were walking, I said to Dr. Ali, you know, I said, you know, I really want to eat fish today. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really feel like eating fish. It's... Uh, so he said, well, you know, up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he wants to feed us fish. But anyway, <laughs> so we had a big laugh about it. Subhanallah, when we came back to the masjid at Maghrib time, one of the brothers comes with a big platter with a f- full fish roasted and he brings it and gives it to the jamaat. <laughs> so Dr. Ali tells me, he said, you, you, he said, why didn't you ask for something else? Uh, something more more useful and valuable. You asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this fish. And so I didn't even ask Allah for this fish. I didn't even say, Ya Allah gave me fish. I only said, I, 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 I wish I could eat fish today. And I am sure that this is not some karamat of mine which I am, I am uh, narrating. I am sure every single one of you has had this experience. I'd be very surprised if you haven't had it. Because this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu. That uh, he is the one who shows his shows the evidence of his khudrat, of his power and his glory and his majesty. All the time. Provided we Trust him. SubhanAllah, I feel very hesitant to, to say things like this. But this is the reality. The, the, the proof of trust is to take risk. So let me ask myself and I ask you to ask yourself, what risk are you taking with respect to Allah? And that risk would be to clean your act. To clean your income from every single thing which is haram. And say to Allah SubhanAllah, Ya Allah, I am cleaning this I am cleaning, I am purifying my intention, I am purifying my income from everything which is haram, which is haram, because you don't like this. And I know that you are the one who gives me rizq. So why should I choose it from a source which is haram? So whether you are dealing in interest, whether you are buying and selling stuff which is haram, or whatever you are doing, if it is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like, my brothers and sisters, clean up your act. Because believe me, you and I do not want to go and stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment and have to answer for why we were selling and buying stuff which was haram and why we had we were we continued to deal in interest when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared war on the ones who declared who who dealt in interest. You know? So seriously, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and forgive you and forgive me. Let us clean up our act. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمه الله